Welcome to Are We There Yet? An exploration and education in anime. I am your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I am an anime expert, Dana Hollander. And I'm your anime Olivia Benson, Brendan McCullough. I don't even know what that is. Who? Whoopst. No, Dana, not you two. I get Dugan. I I expect very little from Dugan in this podcast in general. Okay, okay. You're the anime idiot. He's so angry already. We just started that. I just, I, Olivia, Detective Olivia Benson from Law and Order SVU. Dun dun. Executive produced by Dick Wolf. Come on. Wolf Dick. Wolf Dick. Ah, all right. Is this what it feels like to be on the other end of it? (laughs) Do you know what it feels like, love? All right. We're derailing so fast. Uh, Uh, I do have to give give Brendan some credit uh, for uh, calling me the anime idiot this week. Because uh, we already recorded this episode. And then I got a new computer and lost the audio. Yeah. This is going to be fun. Oh, if only we could go back in time and fix my mistakes. (gasps) Wow, we're going to be experiencing so much deja vu this time. Whoa. This show's about time travel. (laughs) Because as Dana pointed out, all my data got erased. Ah! Ah! Guys, I'm going to have to quit the show. I can't take this anymore. This is totally fine. This is killing me. (laughs) <laughs> uh, so yeah, this uh, we're watching Erase this week again for the second time. Yeah, I was kind of tempted it. if we should watch different. At least we're honest. Time. Yeah. Oh, that would have been interesting. Yeah, well, that would have been good to tell you guys ahead of time. <laughs> 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 oh well. Uh, but yeah, uh, this was Brendan's pick. Yeah. Uh, what is your history with the show? I believe I just started watching it like when it first came out because it got pretty popular right off the bat. I don't know if the manga is as popular, but at least the anime of it got uh, a lot of attention real early. So I was just like, huh, everyone's talking about this. Let me see what this is about. And just watched it when it came out uh, two years ago or three years ago now. Oh, my. Oh, time keeps on (gasps) slipping. Oh, gosh, it's 2019. This is the first episode we're recording in 2019. And we fucked it up. (laughs) (laughs) We fucked it up. We fucked it up. Uh, Start Uh. now. uh, We start low so we can only get better off from this point. (laughs) You're right. Uh, But yeah, so I just jumped on board with this uh, when it aired, and I love it. It's it's one of my favorites. It's, I think, 12 episodes total, so we're going to watch like a quarter of it. So it's short, sweet, and to the point, and I love Mm -hmm. it. Next. Yeah. And Dana, do you have any experience with this show? Not really. I um saw like Blu-rays and DVDs of it around the studio when we worked there because they had dubbed it and uh I knew it existed, but I never watched it. So, don't know anything about it. I mean, I do now, but yeah. I didn't. <laughs> Yeah, I was also going in blind until now, and <laughs> I've seen these episodes already. This is going to be an interesting one, because we'll see how much we remember, because I, I didn't rewatch this. Yeah, I rewatched the uh, second and third episode, since episode one was mostly set up. Mm-hmm. I only rewatched the first one, so... Ooh. Woohoo! A little balance of everything. <laughs> Let's see how good our memories are. And Brendan just remembers. Yeah, I, just, <laughs> I remember all. It is my burden and blessing. <laughs> All right, so shall we hop on in? Yeah, again. Yeah. Cut to the Here jingle. Here we go. Here we go. We're gonna watch the show. <laughs> <laughs> just watched all these episodes again totally for the first time is yeah. great <laughs> we, we, yeah, wait. We, did. we just watched all these episodes again for the first time yeah <laughs> immediately yes. contradicting yourself don't don't embarrass me <laughs> in front of the listeners <laughs> we talked about this what can you do <laughs> this episode is gonna be a mess yeah. and i'm here for it Great. Uh, we're we're gonna just dive right into episode one. Hit. All right. 
Uh, so, in episode one, we are introduced to our protagonist, uh, Satoru. He is an aspiring manga artist, and uh, we start off with him just tearing up his manga because some dude told him that he wasn't good enough. You ain't shit, kid. Uh, because he doesn't... Yeah, you ain't shit. You ain't he shit. He doesn't dig deep enough. And readers of manga want the mangaka to dig deep into their emotion. I mean, you so, gotta write what you know. You can't just go surface level. Yeah. I don't know. Most I read is fantasy, so you can't know that. Yeah. You can't know becoming like, the Pirate um, King. Love Hina. <laughs> <sighs> From the brilliant mind of <sighs> Itsudate, my Santa. Let's... Let's bring you anyway, not talk about any of that ever again. Hey, 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 this year we are not discussing that show. I'm sorry, we're leaving it in 2018. We're leaving my Santa in 2018. That will never be revisited. Unlike this show. (laughs) That part of our lives is erased. (laughs) Can you imagine if we had to re-record that one? Oh, no. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, Anyways, dwelling on better shows. Um, I know. So, uh, he's also monologuing about how he is afraid to dig deep. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want to delve into himself. Um, so he rethinks some things and he gets a job as a pizza delivery boy. It's pizza time. Uh, Um, I'd sing the tune, but I do not know it. Huh? The pizza pizza time tune? Oh. It's Spider-Man. Oh, I thought you said you didn't know what it was a reference to. Yeah, it's Spider-Man. Yeah, it does that like a time. Tobey Maguire, the so best derailed. Spider-Man. <laughs> so fucking derailed this episode. Sorry. Hey, 30 minutes is a promise, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mentioned Spidey Sense later on. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> so, he uh, goes off on a delivery from the pizza shop. Mm-hmm. Cute high school girl, uh, Irie, tells him uh, not to eat the pizza. You hear? <laughs> and I hate that i feel like i hate that because the you hear is like most definitely to fill mouth flaps yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. you know and i'm just realizing that now and i hate it (laughs) (laughs) you got me that wasn't necessary you could cut that out (laughs) um so he is on his way to deliver a za and he has this yes uh just keep going the za. You don't like the za? No. As a Come former on. pizza delivery boy, it hurts me. Oh. Got, you gotta stay up with a fresh slang. Yeah, you old man. <laughs> this, this is, is my how show. All the kids talk about it. <laughs> I will not be attacked on my own episode. <laughs> <laughs> this is my time. This is my time. The 80s, where I shine. <laughs> okay, so he's delivering pizza. And uh, this thing happens that he later calls Revival, where he, it is also accompanied by a very jarring noise. It, like an Inception blare, like, it, it definitely is just as bad the second time. <laughs> <laughs> Less surprising, but still like, ugh. Yeah. It's a choice. Um, <laughs> so he gets sent back like a couple minutes, typically. Um to find something that is about to go wrong and he fixes it um so in this particular instance there is a man who had a heart attack at the wheel of his truck like a u-haul kind of truck and he is going to hit a child so satoru takes it upon himself to save this child and in doing so gets hit and he's like on like a scooter mm-hmm. like a and he is hit head on by a car <laughs> What? Oh no. <laughs> I don't know why. I, I don't know why that was my reaction noise. I'm wah, okay. Wah. Just, oh shucks. He almost dies. Ha ha. Ha ha. The pizza. So his and the pizza's ruined. Pizza's all uh, this show's about the pizza. We're gonna follow this pizza from birth to death. Oh, we already did. And it's dead. <laughs> it's show's dead. over. Show's over. Uh, we so... gotta go back in time and fix the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> so his life is flashing before his eyes, and he's like, wow, guess I'm dying. And then he sees a little girl in a red coat, and he's like, hoomst. Hoomst. <laughs> and then he wakes up, and it turns out he didn't die. He was just in a coma for a couple of days. Yeah. How unfortunate. Just kidding. I'm glad he's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> 
Without him, there'd be no show. True. So he wakes and up. And no more pizza. <laughs> no more pizza. Oh, you know what I realized also this time? I watched the English dub again. And he <laughs> says specifically, he's like, he says that she's young, but he also says like, there's no way that girl is interested in me. And I'm like, she's in high school. <laughs> of course. Of course she's not. You're 29. <laughs> You're an old man to her. Hey, ouch. Um, so she's there. She's like, hey, what's up? Homie, glad you're alive. Do you know who you are and why you're here? And he says yes. He knows who he is and he got hit by a car. And she's like, all right, guess I'm going to go. Making sure you're not dead. (laughs) Yeah, and they talk about their dreams. Mm -hmm. She says, like, don't you want to know why I work at the pizza place? And he's like, no. (laughs) Don't really care. Don't you want to keep it a secret? Because if you tell me your goal and dream won't come true. Like a birthday. Yeah. Yeah. And then she says, well, I feel like if I tell people my dream, it's more likely to come true. And I agree. Put that into the universe. That's the mm-hmm. secret. Like a birthday. A birthday? I don't know. You mean like <laughs> a wish? <laughs> Your you birthday like does not happen unless you wish for it. That's why you blow out the candles every year. <laughs> Brandon, I, hope I think this you're looking for the word 365 wish. days. No, I know what I said. I just know it's wrong. <laughs> All right. Uh, so he, he just like goes home. Yeah. He walks He's fine home. after he wakes up. He, he walks home. He gets to his apartment and his mom is there. 52 years old. An angel. I love her. Gorgeous. Sachiko? I think that's it. I just wrote mom. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's his mom. And she's like, I went to the hospital, but I got bored of watching you sleep. So I came here and now I'm going to stay here because you got hit by a car. She also smokes and drinks heavily. And it's just brutally honest yet with everything. She's, yeah, she's for someone beautiful. who smokes and drinks heavily, she uh, they keep emphasizing she looks like she's like 20. Yeah. Yeah. She hasn't aged since 1988. She's being preserved. Huh, I wonder why. Because huh. character models are expensive. Uh, <laughs> um, they just cut her hair and said, move on. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so uh, she's hanging out there. And that night she's watching TV. And, um, there's a news, news broadcast talking about a little girl who was missing and she shows up a few days later walking along the side of a road and, uh, Satoru's mother asks him if he remembered the kidnapping and murders from when he was 10. And he's like, huh, repressed that memory, mom. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks for bringing that back. (laughs) So he remembers it and, uh, he remembers specifically having a friend that he called Yuki, but his name wasn't actually Yuki, and he's like a 20-something-year-old. He was like a shy young adult who just connected with uh, him because they were both loners. Yeah. Um, So he, this 23-year-old man with a 10-year-old friend, was, shocker, accused of the kidnaps and murders and was thrown in prison. I mean, we all got a 10-year-old friend somewhere. Right? Like, that's not weird. Do you? I mean... Um, do we need to reevaluate this whole situation? Hey, Brendan! Situation? <laughs> it's Can a, we talk? Do it's you? a dog. It's a 10-year-old dog. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> right. He's 70. It's a 70-year-old It's a 70-year-old dog. He's my grandfather. Wait a minute. Uh, it's a different <laughs> anime. Let's move on. Yeah. So, turn my page. Um, <laughs> so... ASMR. Uh, ooh, I'll whisper. Um, so he and his mom, uh, the next day, some other day, they go to the grocery store Mm -hmm. and Satoru's kind of looking around. He sees a little kid that dropped his ice cream on the ground. He sees a girl. She like lets go of some balloons and they fly away. And then he gets another revival and he's like looking around and he just can't put his finger on what's going on. And he's like, Hey mom, do you notice anything weird? And she's like, what are you talking about? Huh? You used to say that when you were a kid. Maybe I should look around. Pay attention to you. Awareness. So she looks around and she sees a guy uh, walking away with a little girl. And he meets her eyes. And he continues walking to his car with her. But he leaves her outside of the car. um, And drives away. Mm. Uh, And then then they run into high school friend, uh, Irie. And she invites her back for curry. And uh, they're hanging out having a good time. Sachiko asks if uh, Irie is like interested 
in Satoru and she's like, no, <laughs> I think of him as like a treasured friend. Please marry my Which dumb weird good. son. <laughs> please, teen please girl. Marry my dumb be we- into please my marry my boy. Very adult child. <laughs> he, he's got nothing else going for him. Um, and they, you also, as they're walking home, you kind of see that that guy is like watching them from his car. Not really following them, but watching them. Mm-hmm. And uh, Satoru takes Airi to the station or wherever afterward. And the next day, or again, some other day, some non-specific day in the future. Sure. Uh, Satoru's mother is at the store again, looking at produce. As you do. As you do. And then she's thinking about the guy that she saw. And she's like, his eyes are so familiar. And I'm like, how did you see his eyes? He was wearing sunglasses. His special eyes. <laughs> his but brand. she is a witch, so. Oh, yeah. Witch. She like keeps calling out uh, Satoru on it, like exactly what he's thinking at that moment. So it was like a running joke in the show that she's a witch that can read his mind. I love it. Like the first time he says it, he just goes, witch. Witch. <laughs> and I just love that. That's supposed um, the most comedy in this show. <laughs> Yeah, so she realizes that this guy is the murderer of those kids from when Satoru was a kid. So she actually has like a piece of paper. I didn't notice this the first watch, but she like has a specific little piece of paper with a phone number on it that she calls and says like, I know it's been a long time, but that's all we hear from that. Ooh, it's been a while since I said since I it's talked been about murder. one week since you looked at me. Um, <laughs> so she goes home and she's thinking about how she has to tell Satoru everything that happened because I guess now she knows everything that happened. She deduced it. She deduced it. A regular old Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> and uh, she hears the door open and close and she's like, Satoru, you're home. And it's not Satoru. And she gets stabbed. Ganked. Yeah, they do my favorite trope of, like, murder mysteries where it's like, Ha! I solved it! The case! It's all figured out in my mind! Let me reach out and tell someone, oh, and I was just stabbed. Yep. Yep. So, the beautiful 52-year-old angel witch (laughs) There's a lot going on in that sense. She's been murdered. I know. I didn't know where it was going. I just kept saying things. (laughs) We got So, she's murdered. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, she's, like, reaching for her cell phone. She's like, I have to call him. But the guy, whoever it is, grabs her cell phone before she can, and she dies. And then uh, Satoru is walking up the steps to his apartment. And as he does so, he passes the guy that killed his mother, and he tips his fedora (laughs) at Satoru. (laughs) I don't know if we made this joke last time, but murder. (laughs) Murder. Um, and he's just like, huh, all right. Weird. And then he goes into his apartment and he's like, hey, mom, I didn't hear this last time either. He says, like, you can't leave the door unlocked. Yes. Someone dangerous might come in here and, you know, murder you. Yeah. And then he opens the door to the room she's dead in and he goes, mom, this isn't funny. And it's just like, oh, classic mom. Classic mom with the pranks. They're faking her own death. Always a card. <laughs> ah, By the way, this is... Not only is she a witch, she's got jokes. She's got jokes. She's got them yucks. There's a lot of blood for what we assume is a single knife wound. Like, unless you just went to town on her yeah, off camera. I mean, it's a lot of blood. It is. Yeah, but I'm no uh, murderer, so I don't know how much blood there would be. <laughs> I watch a lot of Hannibal. I, I mm. like how that was your first thing. Not like a doctor or anything. But well, I thought not doctor. A and just watch people bleed yeah. out. <laughs> well, Wait, I thought doctor, and then I was a murderer like, would say, <gasps> Dana. Don't call me out right now. <laughs> I figured it out. I'm gonna tell someone. Oh no, I'm being stabbed right now. Oh no, I'm right behind you, stabbing you. Oh god. Also, yeah, so, Dead Mom yes. Club. Check. Dead Mom Club. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, uh, he very, uh, oh, what's John Benet Ramsey's mom's name? Patsy? (laughs) I'm sorry, what? I don't know. Because she, this is so roundabout. I can make references too. 
So when JonBenet Ramsey's uh, body was found, her mother threw herself on the body and ruined any evidence that might have been on it, like DNA wise. <laughs> so that's he like bends down and like touches his mom and gets her blood all over his hands. And then his like neighbor comes over to return a pot that uh, some curry was in. And uh, she thinks that Satoru murdered his mother. Oops. Classic misunderstanding. So the cops come and instead of uh, complying and uh, going downtown with them so he can be like, no, I did not murder my mother. uh, He runs and then he gets a revival. And instead of being sent back uh, five minutes or whatever, he's sent back to 1988 and he is 10 years old again. Hey, I know your mom just got murdered, but you're a child now. Good luck. congrats (laughs) yeah uh the first time i was watching it i was like okay murder mystery cool gotta gotta prove he's innocence but once it was a time traveling kid cop i was so on board with this show (laughs) into it uh so yeah we only this is the only kid detective i'll take oh (laughs) no angus and yeah i was about to say how dare you you guys precious son you don't like detective conan which has almost a thousand episodes of an anime (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I don't I don't fucks with uh Detective Conan. <laughs> Detective Conan. It's just so much. It's Sorry, lot. Camille. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so anyway, uh, ending, anyway, ending song is uh Re Re by oh, Asian yeah, Kung Fu Generation, song. and it's the best fucking song. Sorry, I just really like the song. It's used in uh, one of the Full Metal Alchemist openings. It's just so fucking good, and I listen to it every time. No, it is pretty good. I'll give you. I'll jam. give you that. Such a jam. <laughs> this one's a good one. Uh, so yeah, episode two. We start with uh, Satoru in his kid body. He is back in 1988, uh, and he's uh, at school, and he's uh, trying to go about his day, trying to figure out what the hell just happened. Because normally revivals take him back like a minute at most, and he flashed back 18 years. Ah, eh, sure, you know. Five minutes, 18 years, tomato, potato. Yeah. Yeah. Tomato, potato. It's all the same. (laughs) Tomato. Spaghetti. Uh, Mac and cheese. (laughs) What is happening? I'm falling apart. (laughs) (laughs) This is all my fault. (laughs) (laughs) Every time we re-record, it gets worse and worse in train of thought. (laughs) Anyway, he goes to school. We get some uh, classic time travel shenanigans of oh no i can't remember where i sit let me sit in the wrong seat and stuff uh as he readjusts to being a a small child 10 years old and then he leaves school to run home because he needs to go find his mom he sneaks in uh and is hit with the nostalgia of being in his childhood home one more time uh so he uh finds like his favorite like toy mask and he falls asleep on the floor of his bedroom just so exhausted from everything that's happening just uh, a sweet little boy no <laughs> it's just a little tyke all tuckered out <laughs> uh and then his mom comes home and he's so relieved to see her live and she looks identical to when we last saw her 18 years later yep so beautiful she- i got emotional <laughs> <laughs> she's got a ponytail now that's how you know she's young <laughs> Because if you've lost someone you love very much, just like imagine getting to see them again. True. <laughs> I hope to one day see Christopher Lee again. Uh, Who? What? Christopher Lee. Sauron? From Lord of the Rings? I got you. I'm sorry. The dentist in the bad Willy Wonka's <laughs> Chocolate Factory. He was a Nazi hunter oh. in World War II? <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. I yes, I know who that is. He's badass. After, after Duke said the scary dentist father for Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, <laughs> is that I'm glad that, that, that was the reference. No, he's done so much better. And Count Dooku. <laughs> Count Dooku. Dracula I know he's Count Dooku. <laughs> he saw I'm the, sorry. He saw the last public guillotine in France. Shit. Yeah, he's <laughs> lit a, He's yeah, lived he, a crazy life. He is metal as hell. Oh, he's the best. Uh, that's anyway. I was so focused on the fact that you said guillotine that I didn't even realize the like what you said. That's incredible. <laughs> He's crazy. Anyway, uh, episode anyways, two. So. Anarchy. <laughs> 
So uh, he comes, or his mom comes home and cooks him dinner, and he's like, I've uh, neglected all this stuff. I'm going to actually appreciate it this time. Uh, and sort of vows that something uh, relating to his mom's death is dealing with this time period where all the kidnappings and murders happened. So he, uh, the next day he sees uh, Kayo, who is one of the girls who disappears and is murdered. And he uh, decides he's going to try to solve the case uh, and try to uh, fix everything mm-hmm. to oh. uh, hopefully yeah. save his mom. Quick note. I'll say uh, between episode one and two, at least the first time I watched this, is the quickest I've turned around on a character uh, with his mom of being like, eh, I don't really like her that much. And I mean, like, she is the best character and the best mother and does everything right she's much warmer and kinder in uh back when he was a child and doesn't drink or smoke or anything and just is a very good mom she's yeah. a good mom too she just has a shit 29 year old son <laughs> <laughs> it's a real lose hope quick <laughs> uh but yeah uh so he sees uh kayo uh and he starts to investigate and asking a little bit more about her since they weren't, like, close friends when they went to school. She was just the quiet girl. Uh, she is also a child of a, a single mom, so they sort of have this connection, but they never really got to know each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, naturally, as they are middle schoolers, he starts asking about a girl, and everyone thinks that uh, he is in love with her. Um so he's uh chatting with his friends and they're like (laughs) it's like a cop siren just driving away in the distance (laughs) (laughs) so everyone is like oh you're in love with her let me set you up uh so they uh meet after school and he's like hey i want to be your friend and she's very skeptical uh, since she's sort of bullied by everyone in the class. She is hesitant to get close to this person who has never showed interest before. Uh, so I don't. Do they say why they make fun of her? Because she's uh, very cute and dresses nicely. Uh, she is poor. They yeah. mention one of the rich kids that bullies oh. her later on. Uh, they're like, oh, she's the poor kid. So, uh, she's quiet, she keeps to herself, so she gets bullied. Yep. You have no money. (laughs) That's your fault, small child. (laughs) Idiot. Poor idiot. In contrast to your name, where the main character's made fun of for being the mayor's daughter and having too much money? We literally had, like, this same discussion in, yeah. Your name. (laughs) In the Your Name episode. But it's just uh, the other side of the coin. Yeah. <laughs> Kids are shit or make fun of anything for any reason whatsoever. If you're vaguely exactly. different in any way, you get bullied. Uh, so If you're Buddha. If you're Buddha. And you have a dot on your forehead. Uh, kids are the worst. Can we just acknowledge that? Sometimes you They're just want to... just all shitheads. You just want to kidnap them and murder a few of them. Right, guys? Oh, no. no? You just okay. mentioned you had a ten-year-old friend. What's no. This? No, it's a dog. Oh, <laughs> Brendan oh. is on a watch list now. <laughs> oh, I've been there for a while. <laughs> I'm calling the police. <laughs> uh, anyway. So, yeah, we, uh, uh, he tries to become friends with her, and uh, she is being aloof and asks, uh, would you kill for me? Which is very ominous and spooky. Yeah, she keeps so. calling him out for being, like, fake. And being like, why do you want to be friends with me now? Like, what is your motivation? Why are you here? Like, kind of knowing, like, something happened and you're this isn't genuine. Yeah. So they... can't just be friends. No, it's weird. So they sort of go their separate ways and he is sort of uh, uh, devoting himself to this. Uh, this, we get the, uh, he's... Thinking to himself in a bathroom and two kids get into a pee fight, which is great. <laughs> they're just at the urinal and they're peeing on each other because they're That's... middle schoolers and it's the best. That's so terrible. <laughs> I mean, it's not just straight pissing on each other. It's kind of like trying to like get each other, tag each other with it and like kind of playing chicken with the pee. I, it's 
back. <laughs> it's not better when I try and describe it, but... Yeah, especially since you just said you want to murder children. Eh, who doesn't these days? Uh, oh, a lot the of evidence people. builds. Your Honor, I'd like to be excused from this courtroom <laughs> in which this audio is being played right now. <laughs> uh, next week we're going to be watching uh, Phoenix Wright, where I'm on trial. <laughs> <laughs> so we... Uh, uh, he uh, talks to the smart, cool friend of the group, Kenya. and yeah, Kenya, and he is like, "Hey, I notice you're uh, being more interested in Kayo. Uh, I, I know something's up because uh, number one, you're acting a little bit weird, uh, which uh, Satoru is a little caught off guard because he's like, "Oh, he knows I'm a 29 year old in a 10 year old body." Um, <laughs> But it how do you figure it out? Can you? Yeah. Smart. It also uh, uh, because there was an essay that uh, Kayo wrote the other day that was sort of a clear cry for help, um, and uh, I sort of glossed over it. But uh, Satoru notices that she has like bruises all over herself mm-hmm. uh, that she tries to hide. Uh, so there is something messed up with her home life. Um, Mm-hmm. So uh, Satoru goes home and reads the essay that Kayo wrote, and it's all about like I just wish that I could leave and live on an island with no one else and be on my own. Uh, I wish it was a town where everyone forgot I was here. Uh, to that effect of just clear, I don't belong here. I want to go away. Um. And I believe the subtitle of the entire show is A Town Without You, which is kind of what she was saying in the essay. Like, I wish this town didn't have me. I wish I was somewhere else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he reads that and is like, oh, shit, stuff is messed up. Uh, Let me double down my effort to befriend her. Uh, So he asks his mom that his birthday is coming up. He wants to have a party and invite people over uh, for, like, the first time. And says, I want to have my five friends over. And his mom is like, yeah, totally. Uh, And then later on when they're uh, in bed, uh, she's like counting on her fingers. And she's like, wait, you have four friends. Do you have a girlfriend too? And and this is another witch moment where he gets caught. I love her. I love her so much. It's a very good character. Counting on her fingers how many friends her son has. <laughs> I mean, it's not hard. You got the big she one. She can count. The nerdy one. She can count on one hand how many <laughs> friends her son has. But you see her using both hands, like trying to, I guess, I like figure out the math. I'm like, I guess she's counting all the kids in his class and being like trying to deduce who it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, gotta use that witch math. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, after school the next day he follows uh, Kayo to uh, the park uh, and they talk more about how uh, he wants to be her friend and he was serious about it and he's not going to let up uh, and uh, Kayo mentions that he uh, she notices that he's being fake and he thinks again oh no She's on to me. I'm a 29-year-old in a 10-year-old body. Um, but it's more... And she ab- knows. <laughs> she's got me. Uh, but she's talking about how he also isn't social and just wants to be on his own all the time. But just fakes friendships and being a positive person to be a member of society. And he's like, yeah, you get used to it. It's a lot easier. It's easier to open up once you... Uh, you you gotta fake it till you make it, basically, yeah. and put it in the social aspect. And uh, love that relatable shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. <sighs> <sighs> and uh, he uh, invites her to uh, the birthday party. Um, and she says something I forget what it was that makes him flash back to the pizza teen. It's the, the, like, saying your dream out loud and trying to manifest it into the universe. Yeah. Yeah. So there is some, like, parallel setup between the two of them. Uh, and then, uh, 
she's starting to become friendly and is like, hey, uh, thanks for talking with me. And he's like, yeah, no problem. Uh, I, uh, it's because I decided to be honest with you. And he thought that and being a dumb 10 year old blurts it out, uh, which is kind of messed up being like, yeah, I, I chose to be nice and honest with you. So she calls him an idiot and runs off. I decided to not lie to you this time. Like I do with everyone else in my life. <laughs> yeah. Ha <laughs> ha. I'm full of <laughs> deceit and lies. But not this wow. moment. I lie as to far everyone as I know. love. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, he vows that uh, he is going to solve the murder. Because uh, he realizes... Um, yeah, I think it's in this episode he realizes that uh, when she died, it uh, she was 10. But her birthday is coming up, so uh, the murder is between this date, uh, wherever he realized it, and whatever her birthday was, so it gives him a window. Mm-hmm. So he vows to solve the case in that time. Yeah. And also when he gave her the invitation for yeah. his birthday party, they kind of like, they don't like hold hands, but they kind of press hands up against each other. Because he was saying like, oh, your hands are cold. She's like, well, like, why don't you wear your mittens? He's like, oh, I don't have any. It's like, why don't you wear yours? He's like, oh, I lost them because I'm a dumb child. So mm-hmm. you get that little <laughs> physical contact, little touching moment of them, you know, building relationships. Little touching moment yeah. of them touching. Uh, oh, mm, okay. Uh, They're just touching hands. Yeah. So flirty. <laughs> it's cute and innocent. They just touching hands, talking about how cold they are. Talking about being a liar about your happiness you know the yeah. cute flirty stuff <laughs> how much it sucks to be poor because like <laughs> i don't know if i think satoru lives in the same housing as she does so i don't know if it's like poor housing but it's like a studio with like one extra room and his mom and him share it so like i don't know if he's actually any poorer than she is but she gets made fun of for it yeah i think they're sort of in a similar boat but he has adapted a little bit more into being social yeah. Yeah. Because he has a loving mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's about all for episode two. Then we get the ending song, which is... Oh, yeah. I would call a melancholy bop. It's like a it's yeah. like a nice, chill, sad jam, which is a weird combination of words. Yeah, I actually paid attention to the uh, English translation of the lyrics this time because oh. they were just subtitled as they went through. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's pretty uh, touching and sad and emotional. Mm. I love both. I love both the music in this. The, the two songs in this entire show. The both of the music. <laughs> both the musics. <laughs> it's not a very music heavy show. It's mostly murder. But they do it well. Yes. <laughs> No music, just murder. Just murder. <laughs> murder over music. Which is why I made the Law and Order SVU comparison. <laughs> bum bum. Because that's not music. That doesn't count as music. <laughs> uh, anyway, episode three. Um, so yeah, it starts off with uh, Satoru realizing he's got the time frame now. So it's just from now to whenever her birthday is. So he's like, if I can figure out when her birthday is, that'll be like the end point. He doesn't know if she murdered. If she was murdered on her birthday. But it was definitely before it. So it give them more time to work with. Um, and the episode starts off with them at school. I guess it's gym class outside. And since it's in the winter, there's uh, snow and ice everywhere. So they're having little ice skating races uh, in their class. <clears throat> and they see a few kids going. And then Satoru realizes he's up against like the hockey kid. The kid who's like known for being really good at hockey. And uh, in the first episode, when he goes back in time... Uh, initially he sees like a giant like whatever the middle uh you know middle school ice hockey championships or you know finals happening soon so it's like hockey's a big thing for their school and for this region Um, or uh they won the champion the national championship the year before and he was like the star player oh okay that was it i'm having intense deja vu because we corrected brendan on this last time (laughs) (laughs) it's almost like my memory shit uh, wow. <laughs> it's almost like when you forget what happens in the past, you repeat what you did last time. <gasps> Destiny. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Whatever that sound effect is. <laughs> <laughs> so uh Satoru's up against the hockey kid. Uh his name's not really relevant, so I'm just gonna keep calling him hockey kid. Hamada, sure. I think. 
And so all the girls in his class are rooting for Hockey Boy, saying, like, he's the best, he's going to win, it's easy. Look at this nerd, he's not going to win, what a dork. Um, and they start teasing uh, Kayo about it, saying, like, oh, your boyfriend going to win? Is he going to win the race for you? And she kind of just goes up to Satoru and says, like, hey, win. He's like, all right, we'll do. And, um, it's like, don't um, don't embarrass me out there. Yeah. Yeah, I like it very much because she's not like, ew, he's not my boyfriend. He's just, She's just like, hey. Do it. Shut these bitches up. Yeah, because she's going to support him because they're friends. And I love friendship. You're my man, and I don't date a loser. Make sure you win. Dang. <laughs> um, so as they're racing, uh, Satoru realizes like he's getting a little ahead. And um, at the last second, he's like, ah, the, I'm not a hockey player. Like, I'm not a big skater. Like, this guy is. Like, it would really suck if, like, you know, the loser in class, like, beat the best hockey player in like an ice rate uh, skating race so he kind of pulls back and like right at the very end and lets him win thinking like yeah he earned it he deserves it he works for it more than i do i'm just out here once whenever um and the hockey kid comes up to him and just like lifts him up by the collar and just like what the hell was that i know you pulled the race like i know you threw it and lost to me on purpose you disgust me and throws him to the side saying like even more annoyed that he, he lost Puh. And um, Satoru realizes he did the exact same thing 18 years ago. Um, so that's when it kind of learns, like, if he's not remembering everything that he's doing in this, like, flashback, he might l- repeat it. And anything he repeats could lead to the same uh, death as before. So He has to stay on his toes and vigilant to not fall back into his old behavior. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So this is when he kind of gets a snap into reality. Um, and as he's walking away... He get- oh, there goes gravity. God damn it. I'm so sorry. I think I'm just really tired. I woke up really early today. Uh, so as he's walking away, he's talking to Kayo and uh, basically trying to like, hey, you know, I lost the race, but you know, it happens sometimes. I tried my best. And she's like, you said you wouldn't lie to me anymore. Why are you still doing it? And kind of just like leaves him at that and walks away. Kind of saying like, she knows, like everyone could tell he threw the race on purpose. And he, in the earlier episode, he promised, you know, to be honest with her. Um, and it's at that moment that um, his other friend starts coming down the stairs, uh, Hero, who is actually a girl. It's not uh, very apparent because, you know. Did, is that surprising to you? No, but I think one of the characters that maybe in a later episode mentions, like, oh, I didn't even realize that was a girl. I thought it was one of your friends. Like, because it's all boys hanging out, so oh. I thought it was just one of the boys. Um, and the murderer was specifically kidnapping and targeting young girls. So that's why people were like, oh, well, I'm surprised mm-hmm. they were a target because I didn't even know it was a girl. Um, so Hero comes down, uh, it's kind of like, oh, that sucks. So, like, he kind of got, like, you know, chewed out by Kayo. Um, but, like, maybe we could, like, hang out and, like, you know, walk home together, like, hang out in the forest. I'm just trying to be a good friend. So I was like, I gotta go, and, like, just bails immediately because he's, he's so focused. He's kind <laughs> of a dick sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, so he goes running back to the teacher's lounge to try and, like, look at, um, I guess just their, like, the student log or student book to try and find out uh, Kayo's birthday. So that way he's got an exact date because she wouldn't tell him. Like, every time he tried to talk to her, uh, she blew him off, especially after he lied to her. Um, so he sneaks into the teacher's lounge and uh, his teacher catches him. saying like, oh, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm just, I think, I think she's being abused at home. I think there's something wrong. I think her mother might be abusing her. And this is when we find out the teacher pretty much agrees. And it's like, yeah, I, I tried calling child services. And every time I call them, they just happen to not be home. And nothing can really do- get done unless there's like a certain amount of interviews with them. And like he's going through all the official channels and nothing's working. And he's not really sure what else he can do. I don't trust him. Yeah. yeah I, I think I don't this scene actually, I think this scene comes a little bit later. Because there are two scenes where he's in this uh, teacher's lounge. Um, really? I think this first one is when he realizes that they have the same birthday. Yeah. Because uh, I I think... Uh, oh, you're sorry, right. You're right. No, you're right. I'm derailing a little bit. No, you're right. I don't want to get too ahead. Yeah, you're, I'm looking ahead of my notes and you caught me. Um, that doesn't change my trust level of the teacher. <laughs> I still don't trust him, and I think he murdered those children. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they keep being like, oh, he's so cool, he's so intuitive, he always knows what's going on. He's the cool teacher. They 
they do paint him to be such a great guy, which never goes great in murder mysteries. No. And yeah. I, but it, you know, it's also not hard to impress a 10-year-old student. True. It's like, I, I know what video games are. It's like, oh, he's the cool teacher. I'm going <laughs> to say something. And Jukes, you can cut this out if you want. But I watched episode four. And in <gasps> episode four, uh, a bunch of girls go up to him. And like that bully girl talks about how she hates how they like flirt with him. So, like, the hmm. girls are obviously into the teacher, so that's just more detective work. <laughs> me trying to figure out who the murderer is and how I think it's definitely the teacher. Spooky. Yeah, suspicious. And gross. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah, so um, when he's in the teacher's lounge, sort of figures out um, that they actually have the same birthday. His birthday is the same as the Akaios. So he's like, oh, now I know for sure I have exactly... X many days, uh, I think it was like 11 days Saber? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. So he's kind of like, oh shit, like that's much less time than I thought there'd be. Um, so he goes running off to yeah. try and- Oh, I think it's like February 15th when he finds out. Yeah. So it's been a few days already. Um, so he goes off to try and find Kaya to like, you know, spend as much time as possible with her. Uh, and he goes looking at the park where she's usually hanging out to avoid going home. And she's not there. But he finds, uh, Yuki, who- is his buddy who flies like uh not paper airplanes like model airplanes like little yeah. model ones he is the man who was pinned for the abductions and murders yeah he's the adult uh person with a 10 year old friend y- yeah <laughs> i mean it's not great he's not the murderer we know we all know this by now but like yeah it's still not great um Gene, you can't be friends with a 28-year-old albino man. <laughs> yes, I can! <laughs> uh, so he's hanging out with Yuki, and they go back to his place and uh, just chat for a bit, and he's like, why are you hanging out at the park? And like, why are you friends with everyone? Uh, all these kids, because he asks, uh, he's like, oh, do you know Kayo? And he's like, oh, yeah, I know her too. Um, she's quiet. She seems like, you know, maybe a troubled home life or something, which is unfortunate, but yeah, she's always nice when I talk to her. And he's like, oh, why do you... Why do you talk to, like, why are you at the park? Why do you talk with all these kids? He's like, oh, well, I get up with my dad to work at the, I think it's a ramen shop or something, some sort of food. Or a bento store. Bento. Bento Um, shop, yeah. And he's basically saying, like, well, I'm up at 4 a.m. and then we work until noon. So I'm off by the afternoon and then we're usually in bed by, like, 8 p.m. or something. So he's like, my day just starts earlier, so I got more free time than other adults seem to. Um, And while they're uh, hanging out, they're just talking and, um... Oh, what's that? He's got porno, because he's a 23-year-old. Um, so there's a little embarrassing moment where he's, like, yeah. covering up, like, oh, I'm, I'm uh, holding those uh, for a friend. Uh, don't judge me. Um, and I think it's at this point where he realizes, like, hey, it's weird. I got a 10-year-old in my bedroom. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. they keep flashing, or they flash forward to uh, Satoru's memories of the cops being like, and Yuki, did he ever, like, invite you into his home? Did he have anything inappropriate that yeah. you saw? And it's sort of what? building up the, like, accidental, whoops, he's a perv. Yeah, like building a case But against. he's allowed, he's 23. He's 23, and he's just... Let him have porn in his room. He just shouldn't have a 10-year-old in his yeah. room. <laughs> One of these things do not belong, and it's not the boy. <laughs> yeah, he's just... He seems like he's also just more of, like, an awkward, like, kind of a bumbling character. He, like, stutters uh, a little bit and just seems, you know, kind of a loner, like uh, Satoru is in Kayo. So it seems like that's another reason why they get along so quickly. Um, but, yeah, we get flashes, fa- flash forwards of him in the future and just in jail and just, like, he looks horrendous. Like, it looks like it's really done a number on him. Um, hmm. And then what happens? And Satoru goes to find uh, uh, Kayo. Uh, and since she wasn't at the park, he Caillou. T- Caillou. No, Caillou's the kid. The little bald Canadian kid. <laughs> Caillou. You know, he's that kid. He's he's four. Each day he grows some more. I don't, I never watched. We can't go down this road again. <laughs> we spent way too much time on it last time we recorded. I refuse to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> at least you guys have been saying it right, though. <laughs> Be honest with you, this is why we're re-recording. We didn't lose the episode. We just kept talking about that damn bald kid for too long and- and Dugan just couldn't edit it out. <laughs> it was too much. <laughs> anyway. He, Fucking Caillou. <laughs> he goes Who to names see, their kid Caillou? All right. <laughs> he goes to Caillou, Caillou's house um, to try and find her. And uh, was he, he's just walking around the back. 
because I don't think he knocked on the door. Um, and he notices like footprints in the back, and he notices like her um, her mittens that she didn't have uh, that she said she didn't have, mm-hmm. but they're actually like burnt and like torn up. And he sees her book bag, and he sees like a bunch of footprints leading to a shed. So he runs up to the shed and throws it open, and sees her laying in there uh, just in her pajamas. And it's you know snows outside; it's freezing cold outside. So she's just lying in the shed, all beaten up and bruised. And that's right when her mom shows up because mm-hmm. she sees him walking around, kind of like. Uh, well, first he's like trying to talk her out, like, "Hey, come on, like, let's go get you help." And she's like, "No, just leave me alone. Like, don't touch me. Get away from me." Because um, she's like very vulnerable because she was just abused very uh, physically, unfortunately. Um, and then that's when uh, her mom comes up. And it's kind of like, "Oh, Kayo, what are you doing out here? You crazy girl! You're gonna catch a cold. Come on back inside." Like trying to play it off, very smug, like as if she could pull this over on a ten year old. But anyone with, anyone with eyes could tell mm-hmm. what happened and that she's clearly abusing her daughter. Because she's a sack of shit. Um, also, that, there's uh, a moment shocker. when he goes, or when uh, the mom goes in to uh, pick up Kayo, uh, where she shoves Satoru out of the way. Yeah. It's like, okay, there's your there's your uh, uh, evidence right there. Uh, the mom just shoved a strange 10-year-old child. So, like, yeah. you you can go after her now. <laughs> It's not hard, but, like, it's uh, it's just so infuriating. So many, like, loopholes that the mom's able to, like, navigate around and, like, just barely avoid being caught. Because it's, yeah, it's so blatant that she's abusing her child. Um, mm-hmm. And then as she's walking away, Satoru, like, kind of calls her out, like, hey, what are you doing? Like, you're clearly hitting her. Like, what are you trying to do here? And uh, her mom calls her, uh, Kaya, and it's like, oh, tell him what happened. She's like, I, I fell. And it's just the classic line, which, if nothing more, just... You know, cements the idea of like, yep, it's definitely abuse and it's terrible. Um, and then it cuts right to uh, a scene later that evening of her mom pretty much like waterboarding her, like forcing her face into a, a sink full of water and ice to try and reduce the swelling so that way the bruises and welts aren't as obvious. Um, and just like almost drowning or just stopping just short of it. And at that time we see... I think it's her mom's boyfriend. I don't think it's... It's not clear in this episode, but we find out a little later. Um, he's just sitting in the back watching TV of like, Hey, don't waste all the ice on her. <laughs> While he's drinking some sort of like whiskey or something. Some some mm. no good Nick. Some no good mm. Nick. Um, and uh, the mom and the, the boyfriend have the same like reddish eyes that the uh, fedora tipping uh, murderer had. Ooh. Ooh, is this a literal red herring? <laughs> uh, wow. It's mostly just don't trust people with red eyes, so <laughs> watch out for them stoners. They're up to something. Love that. <gasps> <laughs> um, I was going to say love that symbolism, but then you took it in that direction. <laughs> Damn, boy. I mean, we they, they could be abusing drugs. We don't know. They're very shitty people. <laughs> That's all we know about them at this You're point. You're right. Um, and then this is when Turo goes to his teacher the next day at school and tells her, uh, tells him, I think Kaya's getting abused. And the teacher tells him, like, yeah, I, I went through everything I can. I've gone through all the proper channels. Like, I can't do much more without, like, uh, going against the rules and possibly getting fired. So he's like, I, I, I agree with you. I'm on the same page. I see it. But I can't do any more, unfortunately. Liar! But he's kind of hinting at, like, but maybe if you want to, Satoru, maybe you can do something. So basically saying, like, me, a full-grown adult with a job, I can't do any more to help. But maybe a child can. Maybe a child can evade the law as a child vigilante cop. Like, it's... Yeah. Um, time-traveling child vigilante cop. <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh, so you break yeah. the laws of society and reality. Great. And space-time. And space-time. <laughs> um, so uh, when they get back to class, uh, today's the day... I guess in Japanese schools, it's different rotations of, like, kids have to do different chores around the classroom to kind of, like, maintain it all and breed a sense of community of, like, we all take care of this. So, today was Satoru's and Kayo's, and she wasn't there today. She wasn't, she didn't end up showing up. So, he's starting the fire in class to warm it up and cleaning everything, and they're also supposed to collect lunch money um, to hand out lunch, and I guess that pays for everyone's lunch at school. And uh, Kayo ends up showing up late, and... Uh, as she sits down, he notices, like, a, a bigger, like, welt on the back of her neck where her mom is grabbing her and shoving her head in the water. Um, and then they have lunch after they collect all the money. And then this is when Satoru goes to the teacher when he comes back. The money's gone. And he realizes, like, 
I'm a 29-year-old. I should have been smarter than to leave all that money in an open desk. Like, he's got no excuse for his dumb kid brain. Um, and then that's when Pigtails is what I'm going to call her, because she's just a dumb bully with pigtails. Starts Dumb bitch. <laughs> dumb 10-year-old bitch. Uh, she starts calling out uh, Kaya, saying like, hey, the money's gone, which, how does she know that? Um, and uh, saying like, well, we should all check our desk and backpacks to make sure no one stole it. And uh, one of Sora's friends like, I'm not going to check. I know I didn't steal, so why should I check? She's like, good idea. We should check everyone else's stuff. Mostly Kaya, like, straight up calling her out. Like, check Kaya's because she's poor and probably she's stole poor. it. She's poor. She has poor. the motive to steal the money. Yeah. Poor idiot. So Poor kid. <laughs> so Kaya checks her bag and sure enough, that's where, <laughs> that's where the money is. And it's like, ha, I told you, she stole it. She has the money. And everyone starts like, The oh, money's yeah. in the backpack. Uh, oh, no. And everyone's like, oh, no. She's like she's agreeing with the bully. Uh, and then Satoru just kind of like snaps. And she's like, what the hell's wrong with you? What do you think you're doing? Like going after her just because she's like had like a tough home life? Doesn't mean you can just accuse her of the... And just kind of like rambles off on her. And she kind of gets taken back and like is holding back tears. Because no one stood up to her, I guess. And just laid into her like that. Teach her a lesson. Yeah, so he's, like, very emotional and just kind of screams at her. Uh, and then Kenya, because uh, he's got that tactical turtleneck. He's just too smart for his own damn good. Uh, calls Tactical turtleneck! Watch a lot of Archer. Uh, <laughs> he basically says, like, hey, anyone could have stolen that money and planted it on her. Just because it's on her backpack doesn't prove anything. Uh, and that's when teacher, like, claps and is like, yes, she was supposed to collect the money with Satoru. So it makes sense that she would have it, because they collected it. And, like, of course, that's why she has it. And tries to just get everyone past this real quick to draw less attention to it. Um, and then afterwards, we get a little uh, scene of them, of uh, Satoru and Kayo taking out the trash together. And she's kind of saying, like, why the bully's always after her. Because um, she would always brag about being so rich and having this big tree. And she never had anything. Um, she's never had a Christmas tree in her life and all this stuff. And She's uh, just... The rich girl just has a big tree. She's got a big old tree, and uh, she was talking about like how great her like pencils were one day, and rubbing it in uh, Kaya's face. Like, one day, Kaya just threw him out the window, which was like "fuck you." Um, so she's always had a grudge against her. And fuck you and your mechanical pencils. <laughs> <laughs> so we get like a nice bonding moment of them taking out the trash while talking about trash, aka the girl with pigtails. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> And uh, when she says, like, she's never had a Christmas tree, this is when Satoru gets the idea of, like, oh, I know of a great tree. Like, it's after Christmas, but I'll take you to see a big old Christmas tree out in the woods. Uh, and then it just cuts right to then as they're, like, climbing through, like, the woods or mountainous area. I don't know. It's just very far from, like, the city. You know, he's trying not to get her murdered. <laughs> but he's like, come with what? me into the woods. Where no one Let's can find you. Ten-year-olds just go on this hike yeah. in the middle of the night. It's it's really sweet at the end, but they, like I thought about this, I was like, yeah, it's not great. Yeah, it's really like I mean, I guess it's because no one's been murdered yet, but like his mom <laughs> yeah. just really lets him do whatever. Well, I, I don't. It think... was eighty-eight. This was <laughs> before everyone hovered over their kids. I guess this is before the internet and pedophiles existed. It was safer then. This is before the murder. Yeah. Uh, no, they don't... I don't think they really address it directly, or at least not in these episodes. Um, but his mom's kind of like a working mom. Like, that's why she wasn't surprised when he was already at home when she got back from work. Because she kind of, like, works longer hours. So he's kind of like a latchkey kid. Um, so I think it's more like she's still at work when they're going off on this little adventure. Because um, mm. she works hard because she's a single mom. And she's good at it. God damn, she takes care yes, of her child. Yes, uh, yes, She does everything she can for her child. <laughs> she, she's, she's a strong lady. She she's had a hard life. A strong, independent lady. Don't need no man. Um, so <laughs> Satoru and Kaya go out into the woods. And as they're climbing up this hill, they see two foxes running at them. And the foxes just start circling around them for a good few minutes and just keep running circles around them. Uh, Satoru points out, like, hey, like, now you're here. Like, people believe me when I tell them this happened because no one believed me the last time when I was by myself. So it's a really cool moment of seeing two foxes running around together. 
Uh, and as they get up to the top of the hill, they see this big old tree with all of its le- leaves gone because it's winter. But there's like a ton of icicles on it hanging off. And you get to really see like the stars through them. So it looks like it's glowing like Christmas lights. So he says like, here's your big Christmas tree. Like, you know, a little bonding moment. Um, and then uh, Kylie's kind of like rubbing her hands together trying to get them warm again. And that's when Stru gives her his gloves. And we see like his name on them uh, trying to warm her hands. Uh, since he saw that hers were broken because her mom's a bitch. Um, <laughs> and so we get this like really lovely shot like at the end of them like staring up at the tree and just having a nice heartfelt moment. She yeah. kind of calls him dumb because he's so affectionate and caring for her. It's like, you idiot. She doesn't know how to properly show emotion because she's only known abuse because her life is terrible. <laughs> I, and that's episode three. I do the same thing, though. I don't know how to deal with my emotions, so I just, I'm like, you idiot. <laughs> I love you so much, you idiot. <laughs> or anytime someone compliments you, it's like, oh, you have nice hair. It's like, why? What are you getting at? What is in this for you? What are you what? selling to me? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> but yeah, that's episode three. But yeah. So, yeah. uh, we went over this last time we recorded, <laughs> but I was very into this show. Yes. Uh, it was... I, it was just enough supernatural stuff, because I'm used to animes just hitting you over the head with magic powers. Yeah. And this is just, like, a setup of, okay, he can time travel, and he's back in time. And that's it. Like, that's it. That's that. all the sci-fi supernatural elements on it. There's, like, nothing else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, when it turned from, okay, this guy just saves the day all the time, into just a single, like long-term murder mystery has to solve i was super into it oh that's good to hear it's, yeah same it's one of my favorite shows like by far and it just i really enjoy it but i don't know if it's because i was basically raised on law and order svu or not so i'm curious <laughs> to see people who don't have that weird proclivity watch yeah. it <laughs> and i i mean like i said i watched episode four so i mean i'm continuing on because it's <laughs> not that long and also i really want to know what happened? Yeah. So, it's good. I like a mystery. A mystery. It's still a mystery. <laughs> and it's also one of the few sh- animes that I think actually had a pretty decent live a- action adaptation, uh, especially for Netflix, uh, because there's so little supernatural elements. Is you know, like we said, it's ba- the, basically the premise to get him back into his child's body, and then that's it. So, I heard the live action yeah. was really well done. Nice. Yeah good so we All are right. there yeah so we're there we are there we, we, be, we be there <laughs> yar we be there now <laughs> Tharb, she weeb blow <laughs> it's getting worse wow just pirate anime stuff <laughs> anyways oh we gotta watch one we're piece we're continuing then. to devolve oh. <laughs> do we have the time <laughs> I I do plan on showing you guys One Piece, but I'm just going to cherry pick like three really good episodes because there's like 800. So like, I don't expect anyone to watch it. Yeah, I don't expect anyone to start watching One Piece. It's you've been watching it for five years now. So, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, we uh, we sort of glossed over the housekeeping stuff since this is our second time doing it. Oh, right. But uh, thank you for uh, joining us as we uh, relived the memories of this episode we recorded before. Yeah. We learned to relive with anime. We had a revival and we went back in time, learned (laughs) to relive with anime. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, what do we have going on next week, Dana? Next week, no surprise to you guys, we're watching Black Butler, Karoshi Tsuji. No way! If you're, if you're feeling fancy, free, and Japanese, Karoshi Tsuji. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're watching episodes one, four, and five, because Ooh. episodes two and three don't matter. <laughs> Go to no. Uh, we haven't skipped around in a little bit. It's good to be back. <laughs> yeah, back to the original format. <laughs> <laughs> Just being tossed around in chaos. <laughs> uh, so, uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, you can find Are We There Yet on Twitter and Instagram at Are We There Yet for both. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Patrick Dugan. 
You can find me at Queen Period Weeaboo on Instagram and Queen underscore Weeaboo on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at ABTS Brendan. It stands for Almost Better Than Silent, which is my other podcast about video games. Oh, huh. you can also find me at Anime Los Angeles oh! uh, on January 12th. Oh, yeah. I'm only going the one day. I'll be dressed as Mystery Girl from Steven Universe. Uh, I'm going to be yeah. posting some stuff on the Instagram story. So keep an eye out for me. In the new year, we're going to start uh, switching things up. We're going to uh, do a little bit more of uh, listener suggestions for shows. At least for uh, my picks, since I have very little frame of reference for things <laughs> to watch. So uh, if you have recommendations, you can tweet at us at uh, Are We There Yet? Or send them to our uh, email, which is yet at gmail.com. Uh, and th- or you can yell them to my face directly <laughs> at Anime Los Angeles. Hey, yes, Dana, just... you should watch One Piece! <laughs> just scream uh... them. Please. You heard the fans. Thank you to Camille Ruley for our album or our album artwork. It's not an album. Uh, (laughs) For our artwork. It's all happening. (laughs) And thank you to Louis Zong for uh, the use of our theme song stories off his album, Beats. Uh, And you can find all of (laughs) Louis' music at louiszong.bandcamp.com. Thank you. And we hope you'll join us as we relearn to live with anime. <laughs> 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 <laughs>